today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. There is a uh, an election here in the province of Ontario coming up next spring. Uh, three months ago, uh, well, we knew this was happening anyway. Uh, you would have said, and the the good money, the the smart money, I guess, would have said, well, Patrick Brown's going to be the next premier. He had a huge, huge lead in the polls at that time. The uh, Kathleen Wynne Liberals were. Uh, languishing, I guess, uh, some say in third place in the polls. But there has been a dramatic change. Uh, at one point, actually, the Liberals had a slight lead in public opinion polls here in Ontario. Now, uh, well, the latest one I saw, anyway, had them, uh, I guess, essentially had a dead heat, give or take one or two percentage points, but that's always within the margin of error. So what's going to happen? Is it predictable what's going to be happening in the next provincial election? Uh, and as uh, as uh, an op-ed piece in the Toronto Star suggested right now, uh, Kathleen Wynne is not going to quit and don't write her off yet. Uh, Patrick Brown, they say, has a lot of work to do, but I would suggest so does Kathleen Wynne and so does Andrea Horvath, for that matter. Trying to predict these things can be uh, <laughs> rather tenuous at best. Joining us to talk about this is uh, Cheryl Collier, who is uh, Collier, rather, who is Associate Professor of Political Science uh, from the University of Windsor. Cheryl, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Thanks, Bill. Good to be here. I don't know if you can predict elections uh, at any time, but uh, this one here in Ontario um, looked like a foregone conclusion uh, uh, about four or five months ago. Cheryl, what's happened in the meantime? Well, I guess there's a there's a couple of things that are, that that are going on right now. One of the things is is the uh, is the identification I think with the party label versus um, maybe some people's. Uh, you know, desire for change. And we know from the last couple of elections that the Conservatives have lost um, some of their, uh, I think, identified uh, voters. Um, and I'm not sure that those folks that are kind of in that undecided range have decided what they're doing yet. So when you when you have uh, those folks being being uh, interviewed at any point in time or polled, they can kind of vacillate back and forth. And one of the things we know about Patrick Brown is that we don't know much about him. So uh, I think some people may be a little bit trepidatious at this point in time, making a decision on who they're going to support, even though it's it's far out. But uh, I think there's there, it's, there's a little bit of a of a, a softness with with uh, a good proportion of, of voters at this point in time. The stuff that's happening within the parties I find fascinating too, Cheryl. And let's we'll talk about Patrick Brown. I guess we'll have time to talk about all three leaders and 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 their own circumstances here. But uh, Patrick Brown, of course, is is facing some problems within right now uh, because of some nomination fights. Uh, you know, the two writings here in Hamilton, actually, I guess they're they're going to court now to try to settle those. And there have been other situations like this, uh, which I, I guess is not really good news if, if you're trying to be the, the person who's going to ch- be that agent of change. In other words, what I'm seeing a laugh a lot on social media now is, say, if he can't control his own party, how's he going to run the province? I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not the sort of thing that really builds confidence, I guess, for those, uh, as you said, those, uh, the, those voters who haven't made up their minds about what they're going to do or who they're going to support yet. Yeah, and, and I think what's exacerbated all of this is the fact that he hasn't come out with any kind of like cohesive policy platform, and, and there's um, pros and cons of doing that early. One of the, the pros is that you are able to define your space. I think it would be easier to, to kind of get a sense of what kinds of candidates would be more welcome in the Conservatives, and we know the Conservatives can vacillate, as all parties can, from left to right. Um, and right now, there's I think there are some fights within the uh, the Progressive Conservative Party on exactly what the party's going to look like, who 
who really is a you know kind of a typical voter that they're going to, to reach out for? Are they going to be a big tent party? Are they going to kind of kind of uh, cleave more to the center? Are they going to you know try to stake out a position more on the right? Um, and I think that that does exacerbate some of these these internal tensions. Um, and I said I don't know if, if people know where Patrick Brown actually sits on this because I think he's he's tried to ride the line a bit depending on you know the riding and and where he he can make the most uh, uh, gains as far as votes go. So there, there's that's a pro of setting yourself up. The con, of course, is as soon as you put your policy out there, it's a target. And the other two parties, of course, are just would be chomping at the bit to uh, to kind of uh, start to, to uh, you know peck away at, at some of the problems with uh, with those positions. But I think you know pretty soon he's probably going to have to do something to to give a little bit of a shape to the party right now because it seems a little bit rudderless at the moment. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.